From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Authenzo Mousetraps is our sponsor. Uh, the features and functions, number one, mice trap for catching mouse. Mice trap easy to set up, clean. Number three, reusable mice trap. Number four, mice trap easy and safe to use. And number five, mice trap with a specially formed bake cup that prevent theft and escape. And the last thing you want is mice stealing and escaping from you. Uh, and, and I bring it up because my, my guest today, ex-exterminator, host of the Thrill of the Kill podcast, comedian Larry Izzo. Hey, Larry. How you doing? Am I right about this? Right? You, you, are, like you the, are right. The only thing I need is it to catch mouse? To catch for, mice. Ca- for catching mouse. You see, it's a mice trap for catching mouse. I thought it was for mice. Well, it's Authenzo brand. They say it's a mice trap for catching mouse, mouse instead of a mouse trap for catching mice. Yes, clearly, it was not. Yeah, I don't know that it was manufactured in the United States. I suppose would be the, the like way it. to explain this. I love the way it says uh, "reusable mice trap." Uh, and it, it, well, the best part, of course, is the specially formed bake cup. It's specially formed that pre- it prevent theft and escape and spill. I don't like the, th- the idea of theft and escape. I mean, they're going to steal the poison that you're killing them. They're with. stealing the bait. They're stealing the cheese, man. Ah, the, bait the bait from the bait cup. They steal the bait and escape. <laughs> It is amusing. I'm looking at today's New York Post, and I see uh, this guy right here. Now, without even looking at the headline, you go, oh, that guy killed <laughs> He killed his whole family and the dog. And that's exactly what happened. But this is in another Dunkin Donuts. A different city. Now, we have a gruesome death in violent Brooklyn. A hit-and-run dump truck driver slammed a Brooklyn woman so hard. Well, the impact split her body in two. Who would have thought it was even possible? 67-year-old victim, Deborah Mutel, Muddle, we'll say Muddle, uh, crossing 86th Street, mid-block. Got to use those crosswalks <laughs> if you don't want to be cut in two by a fucking dump truck. And it was a hit and run, too. You cut somebody in half. How does a dump truck run? It, yeah. yeah hit, well, hit and roll, you know what I mean? It's a, I guess it's a colloquial, but just blocks from her Bensonhurst home. Uh, this woman was around 4 a.m., and she was struck by the private sanitation truck traveling east on 86th Street. I suppose most deaths do occur within just a few blocks of the home. home. Within, what do they say, within two miles of, of your home? There's an old joke on that, you know. As I, most accidents occur within two miles of your home. How do they know where I live? <laughs> <laughs> well, the truck did not stop, according to police. Muddle, whose body was also dragged several feet. Muddle is her name? What do you prefer, Larry? Mutel oh. Muddle. Okay. She has several feet in the grisly death. Uh, yeah. Pronounced dead at the scene. I suppose if when you're cut in half, yeah, they go, we're not going to be able to revive her. Did you check her breathing? Did you check her blood pressure? Did you check? No, she's cut in half. There's nothing to check. You don't really need paramedics in the case like that. What you need is a guy with a dustpan and a wheelbarrow. It's not immediately clear which company was involved in the collision. City considers 86th Street to be among the most dangerous streets in violent Brooklyn. I guess what they mean is in terms of the car accidents and whatnot. They pledged to make it safer for pedestrians, yes, back in 2015, although it's not clear what improvements, if any, the city has made. Uh, and the Department of Transportation did not return a request for comment. Hey, do you have anything to say about violent, scary, dangerous 86th Street where a woman just got cut in two by a hit and run? No, they have nothing to say. Uh, they, uh, private sanitation trucks were involved in 12 fatal crashes last year, according to city data. It would lead you to believe that private sanitation can be pretty... Um, dangerous job. Yeah, pretty dangerous. Well, more dangerous for the pedestrians, I think. I have a story, actually, about a private sanitation company that I used to service. Uh, as the, an exterminator. As an exterminator. Uh, we used to service this company. I won't mention it, but uh, it was a very sad story. It was at Christmas time. Uh, back in the 90s, I believe, or the early 2000s, and this uh, gentleman, the, the owner of the company, the old man himself, was driving the truck, and some idiot got out, it was a shopping district, and got out and put his baby in one of those car seats 
as he got out of his car under the tire of the garbage truck. Under the tire? He so got out. He got out of his car, turned around, opened the car, put the baby like this, which happened to be under the tire of the garbage truck, which was standing there at a light. Oh. Okay. Well, that certainly seems like Stupidity. a... Stupidity. Yes. So anyway, what happened? Truck takes off, runs over the baby, and that guy has never been the same to this day. The, 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 the grandfather? Driver. Yeah, the driver. The uh, Oh, oh, the old I man. I don't know what father was. He was he? Oh, he was a father. I thought it was the grandfather. His father. No, he was the owner of the, the baby. No, no, but the guy who put the baby the down. The yeah. owner of the, of the kid. Of the kid. Oh, my God. Father of the company. So he made a fatal mistake. Boy, that is really a... That's, that, that seems just like Life 101. Don't put the baby under the tires of a, of a, of a garbage truck. Garbage truck, yeah. I mean, you have to think on some level he, he really wanted to uh, not be a dad. Certainly not father of the year, right? Well, not like the same guy that left his kids in the car all day and went to work. Doesn't even have a second thought of where his kids might be. Well, yeah, I guess so. How old were they? He left them in the car? They were infants. At home? No. He in the goes car. To, didn't you read about this? Nah. This was a big crime thing, yeah. I didn't read it. He, uh, he left for work, took the kids. I guess he was going to drop them off or something, preschool, whatever. And uh, he forgot about them, left the windows rolled up, went to work for eight hours, came back, and his children were dead. Wow. That is really uh Try to explain minded. that to your wife when you go home. I got good news and I've got bad, bad news. news. <laughs> the bad news is there's no good news. Both of the kids are well, dead. Look at the money we're going to save on food. I mean, this is going to be a at least 35 to 40% oh, savings. Easy. Formula's expensive, doctor's appointments. You know how we were saying that when the kids were grown, we would take a trip. Well, <laughs> we just shortened up. Put it off no longer. <laughs> Call your travel agent. <laughs> Another gruesome accident. A, a frenzied Brooklyn strap hanger forced open the door of a moving MTA bus after missing her stop. Now, we've, we've all had this experience. We miss a stop, and you go, no, I want to be out here. Let me out. Oh, shit. You don't want to wait, especially if it's an express bus. This is going to be... Maybe another five blocks. It could be a mile down the road. You know, I mean, you don't know. An express bus can be. Maybe it's the last stop before they go over the bridge or some shit. You're mm -hmm. like, no, I really got to get out. Well, you, you got to just tamp down those emotions and understand you'll get there, uh, <laughs> but you're gonna be late. Maybe, but she got out right. Uh, forced the doors open, knocked her to her death when she got out and hit a utility pole. Beneath, uh, well, she, you know, it like, knocked her to her death beneath the vehicle's wheels. Whenever she ended up getting run over, so well, she got out of a moving bus. She got out of a moving. I'm surprised bus. those doors opened. <laughs> it seems so obvious when you say it like that. Yeah, I mean, she did. She got out of a moving bus. Frenzied a Brooklyn strap hanger. It says, I guess you're a strap hanger even when you're uh, on the bus. There's no straps. <laughs> yeah, and there's no straps either. Yeah. The straps didn't last long, did they? Nah, you go back to the strap days. I go back to the straps. I'm I used to hang my hand in a loop, in that loop thing. Yeah, it's down there was, like, a, like a cool motherfucker. I would right? fall asleep standing up. That's how we like Yeah, yeah man. That's, that, that, I missed the strap hanging days, and <laughs> I, I wish they were here because we don't have straps. It seemed, they, they got cut off immediately, right? People would cut the straps off. People would break them. People, anything breakable on a train will get broken. That's like Murphy's Law. Absolutely. And and uh, The it, seats. They used to have wicker seats. Wicker? This is going way Come back. now. I'm telling wicker? you. The M train traveling from Queens. What was the train knitted out of yarn? No, but it was. they used to call them the old cattle cars. Uh. And I think back in the day they might have carried cattle. I don't know. But these were one door, sitting on wicker furniture. One door opens and shuts. Uh -huh. They were real old trains, and oh. we're going back to the seventies. One door. One door. Oh shit! They were called cattle cars, and uh, the way I knew that is my friend's father used to be the conductor on that line, and he used to tell us all these stories. Plus, you look around and there's steers everywhere there's trying to get fucking horns. Like, what, I, why do they people? I gotta get it not on the cattle car. The uh, so so it was one door. And, and wicker seats and wick. How do that? That's odd to me. Yeah, well, that, you could hose down a trained a you train can check car this now. Out. Oh I, yeah, I you believe can. you. I don't disbelieve you. I just find it to be a very strange choice. It must have been really cheap or something. Maybe they got a deal on wicker. I mean, like I think wicker. I think a Cracker Barrel or something. You know? Yeah, like I know. Some, you sit on the porch and like fucking knit a basket. They or were whatever woven. The fuck they, they were actually woven seats. Woven wicker, and so they were, but they're lightweight, easy to replace. They probably figured, oh, we'll just when they wear out, we'll replace them. But that's that, and that's overnight. funny because those seats used to actually come loose. 
I would imagine. And, you know, you and people wouldn't them. fuck with them too much. No. Because now they would fuck with them. So, you know what they would do? People would pull them out, and then they would take them up to street level, and that would be their fucking couch that they sleep exactly. on. Exactly. That would be their bed, their their all-time home. They, people would build whole fucking homes at it. The homeless problem in, in the 70s, people say a lot about the crime, but the homeless problem wasn't that big of an issue, was it? No, it wasn't. Now we've got all these wandering crazies with no destination, no place home. You see them walking around like... Sometimes, like, you ever see a polar bear at the zoo and he just swims that same pattern over <laughs> and over again? I saw a guy walking around at the station last night. It was up at Midtown, right, 34th Street, at the end train, uh, right right above where the end train stairs were, and he hits this corner of the fucking room and he walks back, and it's like, holy shit. Where, I mean, it's a big city, but I guess once you find a little corner you're comfortable in, you know, you can turn some circles and do a pattern. <laughs> I really don't like the crazies, Larry. I don't like I don't like the crazies out and wandering. There's a in lot the of crazies. There's a lot of homeless people who are just, you know, people who had a, I don't know, I don't see that many bad break homeless people. I see a lot of people who are either crazy like that. Or they've got, you know, uh, some kind of a glaring medical issue that they can't get proper care for, and they're crazy. You know, like they've lost a leg, they've lost both legs, they have a big swollen foot, you know, with no shoe on in the fucking 30 degrees. Or but they got a hump. Well, some, some, maybe they somewhere. have a hump. So you see humps, you know. Sometimes it's just a hump looking for a body <laughs> and a brain. And. Then there's the ones that I really resent, and I'll put them in one category, the urban campers, but it's really several categories of them, you know, the ones who have, like, gear and tattoos on their face and neck, and they're like, give her a coin, man, you know, those types, you know, <laughs> hey, man, can you give her a coin, give her a coin, man, <coughs> excuse me, that voice is very hard on, on my <laughs> but then, uh, and then there's the ones who are just some kid with glasses, and he's always pushing him up like that with his finger, you know, and he's got a little sign, and, he, and he's like 24 years old. Uh, you have a, a recent haircut, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, There's nothing fucking wrong with you. $200 sneakers on. Go get something that isn't this. They, they consider that their job. They think begging is a fucking... Uh, and for some people A viable career option, you know. It might be. It might be. Coming here tonight, there was a guy on the train, made an announcement, and... Yeah. Sad. Dude. Sorry to interrupt your ride. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, that guy. Exactly. Those guys. You know that guy? Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> I know that hundreds of guys. Yeah. Yeah. They, and, and there was one whose voice was so piercing and penetrating that even with headphones turned up all the way, you could not pay attention to anything else <laughs> than his... It was so fucking... I can't even imitate it, and it was it was the worst sound I've ever heard. But let's go back to this woman who forced open the bus door and jumped out had to get off that bus right fucking now. They call it a gruesome freak accident, I suppose it was. For now, the doors don't open. I mean, she had to force it open, mm -hmm. which, I, you know, any door opens if you force it, I guess. Uh, the uh, It was in Flatlands, a, 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 a bustling Flatlands intersection in the front of, well, it was right That's in Canarsie. Yeah. Horrified motorists. Yeah. And the parents uh, dropping their kids off in a nearby school, they got to see it. Uh, when I drove up, I saw her under the bus, and I saw the back wheels roll over her. And, uh, Christina Heller is the one who said that. She saw the back wheels roll over this woman. Uh, Christina Heller is a 31-year-old. And then I, now that I hear that phrase, she threw herself under the bus. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. A 31-year-old school bus matron who witnessed the nightmarish scene at Flatbush and Flatlands Avenue. It's just everything's flat over there is part of the problem. I, After they ran her over, she was flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flat Woman Avenue, they should call it. Right? I felt horrible. Heller said, horrible. She repeated. That's a lot of weight to be on top of one woman. I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> I don't know. how if, if that goes over you real fast, does it do as much damage? Well, I don't know. Like, like imagine if, um, you know, say 2,000 pounds fall on you real fast and then get off again. I mean, it doesn't seem like it would cause as much damage, but maybe it does. Maybe it's one of those things that just... Uh, also, you know, it... Probably it's the back tires is not just like one tire. It's like the back. It's a set, right? Right, right. So right. it's like boom, boom. Uh, I imagine it must have just crushed her insides, uh, popped her like a fucking grape on the interior, but like left her. You know, maybe maybe your skin doesn't even break. I imagine it probably would pop though. 
you're pressure, gonna, the pressure, there'd be that. some blood, right? It depends on what part of the body too. Like if it's her head, or if it, I, I tend to think like you. If something's rolling fast enough, it just seems like if it doesn't catch on anything, then you're you might, okay. then you might be okay, yeah. maybe. But maybe it doesn't work like that. I really, I don't think so. Maybe we should be uh, a little more sympathetic. Have a physics? No, not that. Okay, I'm not unsympathetic, but this is a comic book. You know, I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> I, sometimes it seems like I'll be talking to somebody about these stories, and they go, "Why? Wow, that's just a terrible story." I don't want to hear that. What are you talking about? I mean, I can I might as well be. Re- First of all, don't pretend you know this fucking person. You know what I mean? <laughs> People do that. They're like, ah, you don't know him. And uh, look, many sad things happen in the world. If we were to mourn every sad thing that happened in the world, we would have no time We'd be mourning all to the time. celebrate anything that happens in the world. Yeah, You can't uh, spend all your time worrying about uh, the fact that a, an atomic bomb went off in 1945 or whatever was dropped on the on the Japanese. This isn't the anniversary of that date or anything. It was just the first thing I thought of as far as <laughs> what I, we can't we can't cry for every life that that was ended ever. Uh, the the uh, lady rang the bell. It says uh, now the woman, by the way, believed to be in her thirties, uh, but uh, she hadn't been identified by police uh, quite yet as of late Thursday, the time of this writing. I read from today's New York Post, and it is the uh, you know. This, Right, that right there. So mm-hmm. you know, it's, this is sometimes you know you hear the news and you're like, "This is off of a computer screen." I can just tell. Well, not this. <laughs> this is off of a page, real paper, and uh, made with real trees. And they stand by the results. That she flipped out uh, when the southbound B41 on which she was riding skipped her stop. I was skipped her stop at Kings Highway. Well, it skipped or stopped. I think we got to sue the bus company now. Oh, there's a lawsuit there somewhere. You cannot sue bus people too easy, though, because like if bus people uh, don't leave the scene of an accident, they cannot be prosecuted, essentially. It's really? almost impossible. Maybe if they were blind drunk, you might be able to. But but uh, barring that, uh, the, the rule, uh, the guidance, the fucking you know, law. And Somebody's going to get some money here. Is it, you think so? Oh, absolutely. You, you know what, Pat? Because she skipped the... St- why? I, I understand. She forced the door open. It's like jumping out of a cab. You can't fucking fault it, the cab driver. If a guy jumps out of a plane and he happens to take his chute and drift off into the road and lands on your car, he's getting paid. But not by GM. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's going to pay this this woman? The insur- I don't know. I mean, she might get it. Yeah, maybe she had life insurance, but... I mean, any, like, any accident, you know, they settle out now. That's the whole thing. So we don't hear about so it. So the lawyers don't have to. They don't have to pay the lawyers. It can cost them more than they probably can settle for a hundred grand. Would it cost a four hundred thousand in lawyer expenses? Yeah, I guess so. If they if if they don't uh, have to pay a lot, but you you I mean, whoever gets the money will have to pay a lawyer in order to get it. You know, most no. likely the lawyer will go. Uh, uh, what you call? What do they call that? Unless, unless you get paid. Family? No, unless you get paid, he doesn't get paid. That's what I'm saying. Like a consignment. No, thing, that, well, yeah. yeah, no, that's what I mean. But I mean, like, some, lawyers will make money if there's a settlement. Oh, yeah. Uh, the lady rang the bell, but the bus driver said she rang it too late and didn't stop. Uh, she didn't ring it too late and then not stop ringing it. The bus driver said she rang it too late and the bus driver didn't stop. You see, when you have these, recording these witnesses, they don't know how the fuck to talk said a woman whose distraught colleague was on board. She started screaming, open the door, open the door. The commuter managed to pry open the vehicle's front door on her. <laughs> I, now, wait a minute. That could be a lawsuit because he's standing, he's sitting right there, the bus driver. He could have stopped the bus. I thought she was at the back door. I, th- I think that it would have been prudent at that time. He probably figured she couldn't get it open, right? I guess. He must, or he's like, jump out. I don't give a fuck. fuck? Jump out of the fucking bus, lady. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, really, that, that this is insane. Mm-hmm. This is an insane thing to do. I mean, like, this woman was very, very... This is a white woman. <laughs> I don't... There's certain <laughs> things... I You can't always ascribe race in everything, but I... This is can, something you wouldn't expect. I can promise you this is a... That, don't you think so? <laughs> this seems like a white woman thing to do. Probably. What do you... What, you will stop, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe... 
Uh, maybe Latino. I don't know. She hit a sign, too, huh? Well, she hit a pole. pole. Yeah. Uh, the, she managed to pry open the vehicle's front door on her own and either jumped or tumbled out <laughs> at the corner of Flatbush and Flatlands Avenue. That's so appropriate, as you said, for the flat woman. Two blocks south of King's Highway. But she clanged into a wooden utility pole and ricocheted backwards into the street. So clanged onto a wooden utility pole. Mm. I'm trying to imagine this. She either jumped out or tumbled out, clanged. <laughs> nice choice of words, New York Post. Clang. Clang. Uh, that's a verb you, you're not going to hear too much. She uh, clanged into a... W- <laughs> It's onomatopoeia, you see. Clang. <laughs> Even if it's a wooden pole. Do you clang a wooden pole? I don't think a wooden pole clangs. No, it's a thud. So. I think it would be even more of a, she thumped into thumped it. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, the word dilapidated. You know, people use that to describe things all the time. They'll use it to describe like a broken wooden house down. and broken down. But dilapidated actually comes from uh, the stones falling. on uh, It's like a stone structure of some sort. You know, you'd have a dilapidated barn if you had an old stone barn, why would you have a stone barn? I don't know. But the, the stone structures. Uh, and, like the Colosseum. And where the stone, yeah, exactly, like the Colosseum. Perfect example that, that renders it uh, useless for me to continue talking. <laughs> I love things like that. So, uh, okay, uh, he, she clanged into the uh, wooden utility pole, and uh, she ricocheted into the street, crushed under the wheels of the still-moving bus. Still moving. Uh, as the coach came to a stop, fellow strap hangers ran off to check on the woman and several onlookers raced to dial 911. You could see blood dripping from her head. There was blood, said a shaken witness. I guess that's from the that clang. That was from the thud. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you could see blood dripping from her head. She only gave her name as Mary. Her body was moving, she said. She moved like three times. <laughs> then she stopped and didn't move again. Yeah, uh, well, it's a limit to how much, how many times you'll move again. Yeah, once you, <laughs> I hope I'll move a lot more times, but you just never know. You never know. I mean, I you greatly increase your life expectancy by not forcing open bus doors. I, if there's a, if there is a moral here, I guess it would be that it's just not worth it. You know, it's like when people drop their phone onto the tracks and they go to get the phone and they get. Now, I hardly ever hear of that, though. I saw it. You saw it? The lady did not jump on the tracks, but they shut down the line. Uh, It took them about 20 minutes. Oh, so you didn't see somebody get. Oh, no, no. I didn't see somebody jump on the track. You just saw somebody drop their phone. Yeah. And then they made a whole big thing out of it. You know what? Who was it that had this joke? I don't even remember. It might have been Kurt Metzger, but he's like, "You ever had this? Like, you drop your phone on the tracks, and you ugh, and you jump down, and you race back up, and jump back up, and then it's like another eighteen minutes before the train gets there." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could have really taken my time. Especially but you don't know that. It's like, like, especially if it's like the G train, you know, it <laughs> never comes. The G train's like five cars of never rolling. Now. Uh, as I said, we know about the clang, we know about the ricochet, we know about the phone calls, the bloody head, the three times more moving. First responders, they pronounce the woman dead at the scene. So this is two, uh, I guess, uh, sort of uh, you know, tragic uh, woman accidents here uh, in, in, in the newspaper today, only one page apart. They are separated only by a very thin membrane. Of, uh, of of newspaper mm, paper God. made from trees. And and so you go, well, uh, I, I guess uh, Vision Zero, you know, was supposed to stop all traffic fatalities uh, to zero. It was supposed to bring them down to zero. And I don't know. What they spent on Vision Zero is millions of dollars. You know, this was uh, one of de Blasio's signature initiatives that he came in with. And, like, it's a safe sort of a, an initiative. We want to bring down traffic fatalities. But you know what? I wouldn't say it's been very successful. I read about traffic fatalities every single day okay. in New York City. I have not seen the results uh, that it's far from from zero, and I think they haven't even gone down. I think you know, adding bike lanes is not always the fucking solution to the traffic problem. 
uh, let's get real. Yeah, really. Uh, and, and, you know, to make intersections safer and stuff like that, I'm all for it. But some things are inherently dangerous, and I think that we'd have better luck if we focused on more of an awareness campaign of, like, don't force open the bus doors. Watch out for an independent garbage truck. Or how you about know? you can't force open the bus doors? Fix that problem. Well, you see, I don't think that's the solution, though. I think I think that people have a personal responsibility to be able to roll down the bus window and not jump the fuck out of it, or to I mean, because even if you made the doors unopenable, somebody would go, "I missed my stop. I'm jumping out the window." And and now, granted. There is a difference in a window and a door. A window is never made to go out of unless the bus is turned over and it's an emergency. So, yeah, you shouldn't be able to force open a bus door. Does windows even open on a bus anymore? Yeah. Yeah? To some degree. I mean, I think they have to for... um, Ventilation. Well, for safety, too, because, like, if the bus is turned over, you have to be able to pop them out or something so that... uh, I mean, yeah, they've got to be. Maybe... I don't know, but the the doors shouldn't be able to, but you shouldn't fucking do it. Just like you shouldn't cross the street in, in the middle of the block. And, and I can't help but get the feeling that this woman who got cut in half and, you know, uh, all sympathy to anybody involved and who knew either half of this woman, you know, or even halfway half. knew the whole woman, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I, I do think that... Some people have a tendency to do the following, right? I want to be over there, and I'm going to cross right here, and if they know what's good for them, they'll stop because they don't want to have to deal with a cut-in-half woman, <laughs> you know? Nobody wants to run over somebody. So anyway, yeah, I think that it, there's no way not to hear a garbage truck. It ain't quiet. Oh, it yeah. doesn't sneak up on yeah. you. This isn't... So now they do stop and start a lot, Maybe the guy didn't glance up before he hit the <laughs> gas, you know, because they stop, they do the garbage, and then they, you know, maybe she figured he'd be there a little longer. You cannot count on that. I look, I've, you know, look, I am, as far as New Yorkers go, I'm I'm one of the best, right? I'm one of the most informed, <laughs> and I'm one of the most, like, uh, what you would call knowledgeable about all the various pitfalls. <laughs> you know, like, for instance, you may be standing uh, next to a, a, a wing restaurant and the sidewalk may cave in beneath you. You know, this has happened. A woman was 400 pounds and the sidewalk gave way. So it's possible that this to occur. It's not likely. You know when you're walking on the sidewalk in Manhattan... And they're a place where they make the delivery from the sidewalk. It's like this a basement cell. The cellar doors are right there. You walk on the cellar doors. Uh, you shouldn't walk on those. They can they can easily give way. This is not. Uh, I mean, of course, it's inspected by the city. I'm sure it has to maintain a certain standard. But you can't count. Well, you want to count on that whoever that inspector was to have made the fucking way. Best to just avoid it. It's not that hard to walk around it. Don't be the one who has. It. And the grates too. The grids, yeah, those. Horrible. Yeah, you're talking about the, the that are like where the, the um you subway. can hear the subway beneath, and I guess it's to let out uh, bad air, bad air, yeah, everything. So that's down there, and you don't want to fall in there. It can happen. But can you imagine how they many wear keys, through. how much changes down there? You'd probably be rich if you fell down there. Oh man, yeah, I'd probably have, think about think it. of all how all the cars and apartments I would have you too. Forget about. It. <laughs> I hey look. I, I, I need every nickel I can get, and I'm glad that you brought that up, Larry, because I don't want to have to go down into the <laughs> sewer or the, through the subway grate there or uh, even beneath the wheels of a bus. I don't want to have to force open bus doors to, to uh, get money. So what I do is I uh, have merchandise. That's because a podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. you put it out there, and, and people don't have to pay for it. You know, they don't. They, they listen, and that's fine. I want you to listen. Mm. I want you to listen. I don't want it to cost you anything. I want you to listen for years and years, and I want you to listen to every episode all the way through if possible. I appreciate that. You mean the world to me. I'm not talking to you, Larry. You mean the world to me, too, <laughs> but I'm talking to you, and I would like for you to understand that, like, you know, look, uh, I uh, don't make any money just from you listening to it, although I wish I did uh, if there was only some way. But, you know, we don't even – you can keep track of it 
but you can't go back and charge or something, you know, so not that I even would, because I want you to listen. Listen, what I would like for you to do, if you can, is just check out patreon.com slash NYC. And the best way to get there is to go to my website. And I'm going to tell you the name of the website, the title of the URL, what the fuck, in a, in a moment, uh, because uh, you'll need that. You know, it's it's one click away and you don't have to remember a Patreon address. But I am going to tell you the reason I tell you all this is because the Patreon um, apparently shadow banned and you can't search it once you get there. So don't go to oh. Patreon, search for my name and go, where the fuck is it? It won't come up. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I don't know why. Uh, people, yeah. There's certain people who are uh, just working to make sure that bad shit happens, uh, and and they do when they don't like you. I'm just, I'm not popular enough of a podcast <laughs> to be like, hey, I do really well, and I'm famous, and and you know you can book me at your comedy club for a lot of money. People will come in now. Some people will come in, of course. I have fans, and I'm glad to have them, but. Uh, I'm, you know, but I am just big enough that there's people who fucking hate me, you know, like, <laughs> which is an accomplishment. You know, it's taken me years to, uh, to get people to hate you to. Yeah. To become well known and popular enough for people to hate me. So uh, I do thank you for sharing the podcast. It means the world. Please uh, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who, who likes true crime. And, and we're now on this uh, true crime, I guess, category on what do you call it? Apple, uh, whatever the fuck it is. Apple podcast. So, you know, I'm appearing on some charts, and I want to talk about that, too, now that I'm talking about iTunes for a moment. Now, listen, don't give up on the show right now and go, oh, he's just going to bullshit around talking about his stuff. No, it's more interesting than that. Because this is say, important. Say you're listening in Slovakia, right? Well, there's a good chance you are. I'll tell you that right now, because in <laughs> Slovakia... Holy shit, I have the number one Apple podcast episode right now for true crime in Slovakia. Number one. I'm at number one for Citizen Kane is the episode. Citizen Kane. The population of Slovakia. Slovakia. Why are you shitting on my accomplishment, Larry? I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm going to see that was a great accomplishment. Population. Let's see. Let's just see how many people are in Slovakia. I bet you there's quite a few. There's a lot of Slovakia. You know how many? Five and a half million. Wow. Which is actually a lot. It is. That's quite a bit. They've they've gone up since their last uh, count, I guess, in 2011. They've they've gone up 1.1 percent. They had a big jump from 1950 to 61 in population. Now my podcast has not been going on that long i don't know what the number one podcast was in 1961 but i know that right now the number one episode in slovakia is citizen kane which is an episode of this show it's great thank you thank you so much slovakia and and hey let's see how long we can hold that number one position in slovakia in canada you know we uh, i'm appearing on the chart it's a little lower as far as uh, the total chart position just fell 28 spots come on canada what the hell happened uh, in France, we have the number 159 true crime podcast in Switzerland. So thank you, France. Thank you, Canada. You can do better. Uh, in, in Switzerland, 120, number 120 uh, in uh, Switzerland. That's down from 110 and uh, down to 123 in Belgium. Portugal, number 46. Number 46 in Portugal. I would like to say... Thank you, Portuguese, for listening to this uh, show. I appreciate it. And uh, many more shows to come. I'm never going to stop doing this until I'm dead, so <laughs> you can count on it. Now, uh, the the regularity of the episodes, I want to talk about that, too. Do you get the regular episode? Some people do it every day, and some people do a podcast. They, they do it, uh, you know, uh, like, say, uh, Thrill of the Kill podcast, your podcast, which is very, very good. Twice uh, a week. Twice a week. It comes out like sometimes a little late-ish on, on Monday and a little late-ish on Friday, but Monday and Friday. And why is that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You should fire whoever's doing that. <laughs> but Monday and Friday, uh, and um, it's and, and those are the days. We know what yeah. the days are. Uh, the, my podcast releasing is, is, is not always, you can't really even find a pattern in it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it'll be four in a week. 
and then sometimes uh, it's been one in a week. And then what I found is that like if I shoot for every day, it'll never be more than a week <laughs> between podcasts. If I shoot for weekly, forget it. You're going to get two a month. So I want you to know I want you to have a lot of content. I love uh, doing the show. Uh, and, and you know who else loves the show? Slovakia. They love this fucking show. Thank you so much, Slovakia. But, you know, ranked around the world and in the United States, I guess, tough not to crack. Um, that's okay. We rocketed up the chart in Slovakia. It's only a matter of time before great things happen. Yeah. I appreciate everybody listening to the show, sharing I the wonder show. how many Slovakians speak English. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Enough of them to rocket me to yeah. number one. My God, uh, the uh, the number of uh, downloads and all that stuff. Listen, this is my business. I can't really get into all these things uh, with with the listener here because, hey, look, uh, love you though I do. Uh, you know, I have my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, what I, what what I would like, if if you don't mind, uh, is is to, like I said, go to crimereport.nyc. Uh, the reason I would like you to go there is because there's a the Patreon link is there. If you want to, uh, and and think about Patreon contributions, it's not for nothing. You don't get nothing in in uh, exchange. This show went on for 164 episodes before. Uh, I started doing my own editing and my own production stuff on it. Uh, it was quite uh, the same in terms of if there being like, uh, obviously the topic is New York City crime. It's been about that since 2011. On Patreon, the early episodes, which are highly listenable, these it's not, you're not getting a lot of dates and stuff like that and dated crime and stuff. It's as fresh as a daisy. I've I've given a listen recently, and as I post these older episodes, I find people really do enjoy listening to them. And a lot of people have asked me about the back catalog. Where is it available? How can I get it? Why can't I get it? Where, where is it? And 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 I haven't really you know prioritized that. I've been busy working on this show, the current show. But it's like you know what, Patreon.com, the perfect place to allow people to hear these shows and to support the show that they enjoy. It seems like a win-win. So you get that weekly, the old episodes. So you not only get the episodes I put out now, you get a bonus of of that episode, the uh, you know classic episode, which may be uh, like I said, I, I don't think you're listening to this show for news. Exactly, you know, like you. <laughs> although some people do, some people get they, all their news. They from get years. all their news. I, it's, it's truly. I've had people tell me that more than once. Like I get all my news from from your show. You know, whatever they it. say is your word. So man. I will tell them. And uh, but now uh, that's not really what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> it's for uh, entertainment, and it's for you know, obviously, uh, everything that I'm telling you is true. I'm never telling you fake crime stories in order to get a laugh or changing details because it would be funnier. Nothing like that. Everything is true as it is reported in the tabloids. Now, if they get it wrong, I'm bound to get a part of it wrong, too, you know. But I I have contradicted before the news and been right. I'll tell you that. I'm sure you have. I was right when they had a there was a woman who claimed she was attacked by these guys during the election leading in the months leading up to the election. Uh, she, you know, of 2016 here in America. Thank you, Slovakia, Portugal, France and Switzerland <laughs> that she was attacked by um, these these Trump guys or whatever, you know, who said, oh, keep America great, make America great, and they fucking went off yelling that, you know, or whatever. It was kind of like the, the Jesse Smollett MAGA country, oh, MAGA country yeah. lie. This is MAGA country. This is MAGA country. Nobody ever says that. And and <laughs> this is MAGA country about Chicago. What a dumb story that was. That was another one I knew immediately. Everybody did. You read it yeah. and you're just like, that's not true. I don't yeah. believe this is true. Well, in this case, she said that the guys ripped off her a job and that they tore the, uh, or they tried to rip off her a job rather, and they and they broke the strap of her purse, and she was just assaulted, and it was terrible. Well, it turned out not to be true, and I knew it wasn't true on reading it. And I I, I remember I had Polly Mosens on, and you know, great guest. She's a journalist and everything. She's no dummy, smart cookie, as they say. And she was like, I don't know why you say that. Sounds real to me. <laughs> of course, it sounds real to you. You, 
you know, have the sheep. I guess she came in with some sort of a bias or something. But to me, I could tell that just the fact, as it turned out, she was merely trying to posture herself as being attacked, reported it that way in order to not get in trouble for breaking curfew at home. Her, Are you kidding me? Yes. Her dad, no, I'm not kidding you. Her dad Ooh. was going to be mad at her. So she said she was attacked and she put the whole city on edge and she, st- you know, helped perpetrate this whole, like, oh my God, the hate crimes committed by these fucking people. Nope. Not in reality. The reality was she was lying big time. And so she, uh, that eventually was found out, and I don't think she was prosecuted for that. Maybe she was. I don't know. Well, she should have been. She should have been. I mean, yeah, because it was because it became such a fucking issue. And, you know? and how how much police time and investigation out looking hours. for these guys? You know, trying to solve this crime. Millions of dollars. She should have been prosecuted. Yeah, you want to go? Let's get real here, people. But I didn't believe it, not for a moment. And uh, well, you know what? I was right. So what I'm saying is. Everything I say is true. <laughs> and, Forget the news. And yeah, well, I mean, usually I'm not in contradiction with the news. I'm reading it as as I do. It's not even though it's like a comedy show and stuff like that. I don't. To me, things aren't funny unless they're true. So this is the way it is. And if you uh, would like to contribute to my continuing to do this, now I mean, like again, uh, you're well look. I got Netflix, I got Hulu, I got I got all kinds of subscriptions to, you know, the New York Times wants to charge you and the Washington Post, you read all that stuff. Yeah. I get it. But my offer is very very good. I don't I'm not asking for the world here. You can even get in for a buck. A buck. You get in the door for a buck. Now you're not going to get the bonus show for a buck. I mean, come on. You get to support for a dollar. And I appreciate that. A dollar a month. A dollar a month. Twelve fucking dollars a year. Now, I have that category there, and and there's a limited number of one dollar slots, to be honest, because, like, really, who are you kidding? (laughs) I mean, I want, I so much appreciate the connection with you, the support. Also, you get a heightened degree of fucking, what do you call it, uh, accessibility with me or stuff like that. And you'll get some stuff. I'll write some things. I'll put things up. You don't get nothing. But, you know, if you want the regular episode, that's the $3. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's the $5 a month range. There is a $3 a month. You want $3 a month. You know what you get for that? It's not even that episode. What you get is a weekly video episode of Crime Report, which has been uh, already broadcast, vetted, and it is premium quality. Uh, these are shows that were shot for compound media they aired they are funny they're filled with guests uh these shows actually that i'm putting out now far better than the ones i'm doing now i'll tell you that right (laughs) now those episodes no uh there's a lot of guests and a lot of like you know uh, it's it's fun because you get to watch uh and in the early episodes still just about new york city i eventually broadened that particular show to be more about uh crime sort of everywhere because like i wanted to appeal to people and like talk to them about their where they're from you know yeah. and so now i actually a lot of the shows are, are sort of crowdsourced with the material they'll t- they'll tweet me and if you want to tweet me with a, a story crime story please i would love that you dm I'm me surprised you're not getting inundated with them you know uh, the show is of such high quality that people go I, what can I add to this? What can I? Well, maybe you've heard of a story that you would like to send in. I'll talk about it on Crime Report if it's from where you live in Slovakia, France, Switzerland, say, or Portugal. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it on Crime Report on Compound. I can't talk about it on this show. It's all New York City. And so I appreciate the uh, submission, and I will use it in some way. Uh, if nothing else, you know, i give you a, a hearty handshake uh, electronically. But the important thing is... Thank you so much for that. And and at the five dollar level, you get, and this is five dollars a month. It's I a mean, no brainer. This is not like, uh, you know. And look again, I know shit costs. Every, it's like you get nickel and dime to death. I totally appreciate that, and I get it. There's higher levels for people who aren't so cheap. <laughs> the ten and twenty dollar range. If you want to make a one time contribution, you don't like recurring shit because some people don't. You could go to PayPal. There's a link to that at CrimeReport.nyc. One time contribution, PayPal done. And, and it could be your way of saying thank you. And I don't care what amount it is. I don't care if it's, like I said, you know, the change in the couch cushions. Uh, 
anything that you send, you have to imagine, you know, that there's other people who can contribute too, you know. So if it isn't very much, fine. If it's a little more, that's great. The main thing is I'm not going to do this pitch all the time. You're not going to hear this every episode. I don't gripe about shit like this because it's just not your fucking problem. You're here to hear a show, and I'm going to bring it. So you're not going to hear this all the time. So appreciate the fact, if you can, that I'm not begging for money every episode and trying to make this about about you. You know what I mean? It's like, what I'm doing is saying, here's how you do it. A lot of people don't know the particular route to support the show. Not everybody will hear this particular episode, although I think a lot of people in Slovakia, Slovakia will. may follow up with this one after Citizen Kane. They might send some uh, Falakian money. Number one in Slovakia. So... I, I, you know, and I'll take money in any fucking foreign denomination. I don't care what it is. You know, send me the ruble. I don't care. But crimereport.nyc, okay? Crimereport.nyc. A lot of people say, oh, crimereportnyc.com. No, there's no .com in it. Crimereport. I live in New York City. If you live in New York City, you have a, a site that is that originates here. You can get a .nyc, and that's what I did. So crimereport.nyc. NYC. It's like having a 212 area code here. It's pretty yeah, fucking highfalutin. It is. And I appreciate huge. I appreciate whatever uh you know, any and also anything you have to say, uh you can send that to me as well. You, know, you can DM me on Twitter with the ideas or you can also send it in an email link, a link to my email address, which is Pat Dixon, that's my name, P A T D I X O N. And then the letters NYC and then at gmail.com. I hope you finish writing that in the expansive amount of time I allowed you. Uh, and if you didn't, refer back. So that's my email address. Would love to hear, uh, you know, uh, questions, comments, uh, links to stories, and, of course, for an interpretation. You know, I, I haven't really been getting a lot of interpretation action lately, so I can get to you right away. You have something you need interpreted. I know what they meant, Trust me on that. When someone says something confusing and you don't want to ask them because you feel like, wait, I should have known what they meant by that, I guess. But should I? I don't know. But you will tell us what it means. I'm going to be forthcoming about yeah. it. I'm going to be 100% honest. And you know what? I'm not the kind of person who thinks that honesty and truth have to hurt. I think that honesty and truth can be freeing. And I think that, that it should not be a, a blunt instrument to be... Uh, to be wielded against people, but but rather, you know, something that, that should be, you know, fed to people gently. And I, I had to resist so much temptation to, to not make some kind of a blowjob joke or something. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, so, hey, first of all, uh, we're on the ninth of all at this point. CrimeReport.nyc, check it out when you get the opportunity. Now, I know I'm still blathering on about the show itself instead of giving you the show i understand that and 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 trust me i uh i feel i feel a little bad about it you know because like uh, you don't come here for for you know to to be lectured and to you know to be congratulated to you don't to hear about slovakia you know what i mean like uh you know who's excited about that the slovakians if anything they are i want i want you to know something slovakia. they're on the map now <laughs> They've put me on the map. They have. Slovakia. Slovakia. Now, New York City Crime Report is a show that gets reviews. It, I, I would like to get more reviews on on uh, the, the show, and I'll tell you why. Because, like, the more good reviews we get, it helps with the ranking and stuff like that. And um, it buries the shitty reviews, you know what I mean, which you want to be buried. <laughs> So uh, if you have, say, a four-star rating, then that's wonderful. I'm not going to – what am I going to say? Don't give me a four-star rating. But if you think four – a four is a five. I was going to say. A five what, is meaningful. What's, what's another star? It costs you zero to go right. five stars. And on top of that, it, it, it just – it keeps the average where – right now we're at four and a half stars. I mean, I mean like, I don't know that it's even possible to get – see, okay, now, here's somebody who writes. Let me just – get to I see most helpful now here's another thing you want to do when when you see a five-star rating and a good review click that it's helpful because they sometimes they will list by you know most helpful and when they do that it's better if it's a good review put it that way a five-star review now here's one that came in January 7th CTN in DC this comes from our nation's capital 
a hilarious podcast that gives NYC outsiders an inside perspective on what it's like to live in the Big Apple. <laughs> what it's like to podcast in the Big Apple. Uh, <laughs> Pat Dixon provides humorous commentary to the most outrageous current events happening in NYC and sometimes the world seldom but okay i guess that's happened uh his guest hosts are always interesting there you go larry and bring in a fresh perspective and then it's, it goes on to say a warning to the woke crowd woke in quotes woke. that's how you know the woke crowd this podcast contains logic and common sense two things i know you will find offensive boy was that was a very helpful review <laughs> yes that was helpful thank you very much ctn and dc Criminally funny. This came in January 3rd. Pat and his co-hosts bring you the best of the worst that happens. Best of the worst that happens. New, uh, that, that's that's a new phrase for the show, I believe. That happens on the dirty streets of the boroughs and infuse it with a brutally funny take. Relax. They are laughing with the victims, not at them. Yes, that is true and helpful. I'm impressed, Pat. You got quite a few five-star ratings there. Yes. Well deserved, by the way. I appreciate that. And, I, and let me tell you, I appreciate them ranking it this way and rating mm. it this way and, and leaving these thoughtful reviews. I'm going to read just one or two more. Here we go. I grew up reading the Post and Daily News every day until I moved away at age 17. And besides pizza, those, ta those tabloids are the thing I miss most. Pat <laughs> does a great job mixing humor in with the crime news of the world's greatest city. I never miss a show. Don't listen to what the political kooks wrote about this show. <laughs> it's refreshing to hear an opposing view instead of just covering your ears and eyes. Give Pat's show a chance. It's well worth it. Very, very helpful. Thank you. Uh, that's from Jersey Gary. You know, God. I would think that Jersey Gary would be able to get the post in the Daily News. Maybe he moved further from Jersey, but he's still Jersey Gary. Thank you, Jersey Gary. That's that is a very kind review, and 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 thank you for all your reviews. Uh, I have to read this one, though, from, from Jim here. Jim G., the funniest podcast I've found yet. Yes, that's helpful. Yes, and yes. And here's one. Pat is the man, funny as they come. He even replies to emails, which is pretty cool. That's from B. Grady. B. Grady. Thank don't you very much. Don't me. <laughs> uh, well, this is like fan appreciation day. I don't know what to say. Thank you so much for your, your reviews. CrimeReport.nyc. One more thing to mention, and this is the best part. A lot of people bought the New York City Crime Report shirt when we had that for sale. It was classic looking. It was so cool. Black logo on the front and on the back, the slogan of the show. That we were, And this is going back, you know, several years. It was uh, robbery, murder, rape, hilarious. And people were like, wow, I'm afraid to wear that shirt. And there was a reason, because sometimes you wear something like that and people, what do you mean, rape's hilarious? What about murder? Yeah. You have no problem with murder being hilarious? <laughs> you know, robbery's no p fucking piece of cake, cake either. You know? I mean, Jesus Christ. But, you know, rape is, of course, you know, the, the word of the day. Well, you know what? That shirt's available right now. It is available again for the first time in years. And you can get it at crimereport.nyc. You will see... Uh, a link, and it says Crime Report Stuff. You click that link, and that'll take you to a different shirt, which is also for sale, which is also a very cool shirt. I have to say, it is, <laughs> it's a like very it. nice-looking shirt. It looks good. It's uh, it, it almost looks Jersey-ish, not it, in the sleeve it, link. It but looks like Jersey, it, it, you know. Like Yeah, it looks, looks very much like, like a football a, jersey. Like it's formulated in the same way a jersey is kind of uh, formulated uh, from, a, from an aesthetic point of view. But there's other shirts. I mean, there's kind of like, and new ones coming along all the time. And you even have ladies' sweatwear there. I do, I do. I've sold a couple of uh, uh, pairs of these uh, leggings, the New York leggings. City Crime Report leggings. <laughs> now, what woman doesn't want to spread that crime all over the place? Oh, me all over their legs, <laughs> sweating in them. Look, take a picture of your sweaty leggings and send, send it in along with five box tops. <laughs> To General Foods, what I would like you to do is just check out that it's, uh, you know, I guess uh, it's just a merchandise page. I've made this merchandise with a merchandiser in cooperation and coordination with. Uh, there's a ton of stuff there. 
I would like for you to check it out. And obviously, I would like you to buy one of everything. I'm going to buy a shirt. But you can't. Uh, you can. Of course, you buy a shirt. Yeah. But one of everything, look, that would be ridiculous. I certainly don't, I don't think that. I look good. Because there's a lot of stuff. I don't think I look good in the sweat. Really? Ladies' sweatpants. What are you talking about? You look great in them right now. <laughs> you look fantastic in leggings. Uh, Thanks. Just... Uh, Tell me you'll check that. I'm going to take your word for it right now that you will. I know, I know you think I obviously I can't hear you, but I I know. Check it out, okay? So it's crimereport.nyc, and then and then click that. And, and this is all. Here's the other thing. It's not buried somewhere on the front of the site. It's right there. It's the one of the first things you'll see. Very easy to do. Click that, and then uh, you know once you're there, I think it takes you directly to this one shirt. I mean, reasonably priced, I would say. Now, the the classic crime report shirt, which you can find on the store, is twenty one ninety nine. Twenty one ninety nine. That's what you pay. I mean, that's the price. I mean, I, 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 it's not something that ships from my home. You don't have to worry about me taking too much time to fucking get. You know what I mean? Like that, to that make to the shirt. Well, that <laughs> night. shirts made, of course. But even if it's made, I can have a whole box of them and be like, yeah. I don't feel like going to the fucking post office. You don't have to worry about me doing that. I'm very busy, and it's handled by an outside, uh, you know, retailer or whatever. So, okay, check it out. I, I think I've pretty much made my point. But you will love the shits that the the shits that are on there if you do enjoy New York City Crime Report over the years, and if you have, and uh, anything you can throw my way on Patreon. Again, uh, that sounds like it's a bad way of saying it. If you'd like to show your support, that's great, and I appreciate it. Most importantly, don't stop listening. Don't. This is not going to happen all the time. I know it's a deep pitch. It's it's got depth and breadth. It's too much. I should have stopped a few minutes ago, but you're not going to get this all the time. This much I promise. More true crime to come on the next episode. And thanks again. Just keep listening. That's all I'm saying. Share it with somebody if you can. Just keep listening. It's really all I want is for for you to continue to hear this show. And you know, of course, Larry Izzo's show, The Thrill of the Kill podcast. Ah, thank you. Which, uh, you know. Who's producing that show? Yeah. Oh, I'm the producer oh, of the there show. You go. I'm the co-producer of the show. No, I you're went, the producer. I, <laughs> I, I knocked you down a slot, hey, but I gave it back to you. An upgrade. I'm producing you the show. Producer and, of course, you're the executive producer of the show. Oh, whatever. So that's the way it works. I mean, you're always the one who calls the shots on, on, the, on the... But you know what? You're happy with my work. I am. I'm happy with the content. It sounds fantastic. It's about. It's usually about 25 minutes long. Uh, Very short episodes, but great listening. Exactly. That's and that's you know you got a podcast. I I know now. I listen to podcasts more than I used to, and you have a way of listening. You know, they get, there's some that are daily. There's some that are a couple times a week, and and there's some that, that need to be 20, 25 minutes, half hour. There's some that you know, like oh my god, an hour isn't enough. Well, I don't know where this one falls for you, but I hope pretty soon there's going to be some kind of an established norm on how this show is released. <laughs> I'd like to think that. Uh, I'd like I to just think that could happen someday. Yeah, I just don't even know how often people want it. You know, I don't. And at the same time, I don't, I'm not really sure. I mean, because I can talk about, look, uh, I did the first episode with no with no guest, and uh, that, that was a, a step, and that yeah. made me realize, I guess I can do this show without having to have company, and I can uh, make it work. You know, and so, hey, why, you know, it, it's a different uh, listening experience, perhaps, but, you know, check it out and, and maybe you'll uh, in, enjoy that one just as much. Anyway, it's out, so you probably already heard it anyway. All right, Larry, this is really ridiculous. I've been talking nonstop like a no, fucking it's idiot. Good. Uh, and uh, at Thrill of the Kill podcast, you can find on Apple Podcasts as well. Also charting, by the way, charting very high. Not, uh, no, Slovakia. Nothing in Slovakia yet. I'm You'll hit the big time that, someday. Though. I don't know. Direct it. Maybe they don't have. See, your show's about pest control and and comedy, and and you have like comedians on talking about pest control, and sometimes you deviate Norway. into comedy. We were very big in Norway. Big in Norway, where yeah. the Norwegian rat comes from. There you go, and that's probably why. Exactly. They traced it. They back. traced it, and and they know. Look, the the rats in Norway are very very proud uh, of their heritage as Norwegians. They are. You know, they retain that name. All right, Larry. Larry Izzo from Thrill of the Kill podcast. Do check it out. Here's what it sounds like. Fruit that, flies. Well, fruit are, flies are different. They're very annoying. They're very annoying. But they get rid of these flies. They had a product called, uh, I think it was Golden Marlin. And what they used to do is you used to put these in little trays. 
And you keep them up high with flies fly, and then then um, they found out they were cancer causing. Cancer causing, yeah. and uh, they the didn't kids kill would the get flies. At them. You know, there was a lot of shit. There was a couple of kids wound up dead, but it's yeah. depressing seeing those flies with their hair all falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a fundraiser for them. Yeah, right, right. Put a little toupees on. Save them. the flies. Said it was. Uh, you have to be given permission to kill a lizard in Florida. You know, they were very cautious about their wildlife down there, aren't they? Yeah, until it gets overbearing, <laughs> and then they with a wink they, they say, you, "Get your gun and go out there and mow them down." Like, guy, you can kill them. Stand your ground. Stand, that's right. Stand your ground. In Florida, they have the stand your ground rule. A great rule. Great law. You have to call, what's, what was that guy's name? Zimmerman? Who was that guy that shot? Zimmerman. 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 will get rid of yeah. him for you. He's my neighbor, actually. No. That's actually Bob Dylan's real name, too. Zimmerman. Zimmerman? Yeah. That's poor, a, poor little Trayvon. <laughs> that's, oh I couldn't God. think of his name, Trayvon. Yeah. Well, that guy. Uh, yeah. I so, hear he's infested uh, with flies now. I don't yeah, know I think there's some maggots involved. Yeah, in well, <laughs> you know. Oh, we're horrible. It's a few maggots. <laughs> uh, well, that's just biology. Yeah, right. Yep, that's the that's show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you one more time for being here, Larry Izzo. Thanks, Pat, for having me on. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.